Okay. It's electric. Boogie, boogie, boogie. I got chills. They're multiplying. And I'm losing control. Why are we, Why are we singing electric? Electricity. Chills. It's electric. Wait. You already did that one. Dang. <laughs> what other electricity songs are there? Um, The electric Rick slide. slide. <laughs> what, are we, <laughs> what are we doing? Losing our freaking minds. Can we go over the book? Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. So we are doing Midnight at the Electric. Ooh, it sounds like a dance club. <laughs> like studio how, what is it called? Studio, studio 54? 54? <laughs> studio 54? Yeah, there you go. Where they uh, did drugs. Yes, and sex. And all the housewives know about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So this is authored by Jody Lynn Anderson, narrated by three narrators. Oh, I love multiple narrators. Oh my God. And all of them are amazing. Yes. Georgina Marie, Bailey Carr, and Fiona Hardingham. The publisher is Harper Audio, and the audiobook release date was June 13th, 2017. Very recent. Mm-hmm. The duration was six hours and 20 minutes. Very manageable. I loved it. Me too. And the genre is literary, multi-generational, time travel, and Dust Bowl 34. Get your ad campaigns in right now. <laughs> I totally just met with you. I had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> I know. My mind. It was like we can also add mind reading to this because exactly. it's apparently now us. Now explain this to me because what is Dust Bowl Thirty Four? <laughs> Some of the book was based in the thirties mm-hmm. in Kansas during the Dust Bowl, and since the Super Bowl is coming up, I just felt like uh, they oh. were the same thing, even though they're really, really not. Completely different. I don't think as many people die during the Super Bowl. Mm. Maybe it's the other way around. Maybe it's not many people died during the Dust Bowl. Yeah, exactly. If you're a Patriots fan, maybe. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad I went with you because I had no idea. That was phenomenal. <laughs> you get extra points. <laughs> uh, can you tell us uh, the summary of Midnight at the Electric? Yes. It, every time you say electric, I just want to sing. Yeah. Boogie, woogie, woogie. <laughs> well, we really shouldn't sing. Uh, so this summary was taken from Amazon. Kansas. 2065. Adri has been handpicked to live on Mars, but weeks before launch, she discovers the journal of a girl who lived in her house more than a hundred years ago and is immediately drawn into the mystery surrounding her fate. Oklahoma, 1934. Oh, wow. Time jump. Amid the fear of uncertainty of the Dust Bowl, Catherine's family's situation is growing dire. She must find the courage to sacrifice everything she loves in order to save the one person she loves most. Ooh. England, 1919. Oh, another time jump. Another one. In the recovery following World War I, Lenore tries to come to terms with her grief for her brother, a fallen British soldier, and plans to sail to America. But can she make it that far? Can she? Can she? 
While their story spanned thousands of miles and multiple generations, Lenore, Catherine, and Adri's I can never Adrie. get I can never get this girl's name. Adri. <laughs> it's right there. It's like pronounced out for you with Adri. It's just ad and re. It's literally right there. Adri. And I some I for some reason want to put like an extra word in there. Adriana. Adri. Like that's what I want to do. Like yeah, I just Adriana. want to keep putting yes. like H's. Yes. But it's Adri. It's Adri. Adri. <laughs> Lenore, Catherine, and Adri's fates are entwined in ways both heartbreaking and hopeful. In Jody Lynn Anderson's signature haunting miracle prose, human connections spark spellbindingly to life, and a bright light shines on the small but crucial moments that determine one's fate. Mm. I need to get more Jody Lynn Anderson yes. books. When, as soon as I saw signature haunting, I was like, signature? The, signature? They're, they're, that means there's more? There's many more. Holy crap. Because Jody is, oh, I love her. She knows how to write. Mm -hmm. Oh, my I mean, goodness. she kept me gripped from the very beginning. From not liking Adri in mm -hmm. the very beginning mm -hmm. to then loving her. Yes. I don't really understand the midnight at the electric part, but. Yeah. Um. When I first got this book, I was like, oh, tents. Yeah. And I was what like, do you find in tents? Circus clowns. Circus clowns. I was like, where are all the it's at? Yes. And I said, where are the the bears on the balls? Yes. And the little like fedora, what are they called? Fezzes? Um, Fezzes. Fezzes. Yes. Fezzes. And then the, the flying trapeze artist. I'm looking for all that. Mm -hmm. There was the, none of it. The people and the ringmaster and like, what's his name? Um, Hugh Grant? No, he, not Hugh Grant. Oh, uh, I know. He's a Hugh. Hugh. He's a Hugh, he's right? He's a Hugh. He's a Hugh. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. There we go. It's a huge Jack. It's a, it's a huge Jack. Uh, yeah, him. I was looking for him. Yes, and Zac Efron. But there was, there wasn't, there wasn't. <laughs> there wasn't any of that. It and was just I, yeah. It was what was the what was the electric? It was. It was the thing that came into town. Yes. It was like a um. Like it was. It was spiritual. a show. It like, was a show, yes. and yeah, it was spiritual, and then like that's where Catherine would sneak out to. Mm-hmm. And. She would believe in the healing that yes. the electric promised. But it was mentioned like maybe four times, mm -hmm. I would say. And I felt like it was only directed to Catherine mm -hmm. because of the dust bowl yeah. that was happening. They so, mentioned it in Lily and Adri's time period because they were looking for like clues. Yeah, They were Scooby-Doing around. Where the electric site used to be. Yes, yes, yes. But yes. they couldn't find anything. Because, mm. um, of course, it was like 100 years mm -hmm. later. And, of course, the one thing that kind of pulls them all together, all these women, is the tortoise. I know. Galapagos. Galapagos. This thing lived forever. It really did. From, like, 1920 to... Continues. Con to... to Past present. 2065. 2065 plus. Yes. Ugh. We don't know when that girl was going to bite it. Yes. I mean, like, wouldn't you love to be a turtle? I really would. I mean, like, to see all of that life. Yeah. Mm. Lucky little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> we are hating on a turtle. <laughs> all right. We need to talk about the actual narration. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> narration. Amazing. Oh, my God. Georgina Marie. Let's talk about her. 
Let's break it down. Yes. Where do we know Georgina Marie from? Beljar. Beljar. Yeah. We've done a review on her already. Yeah. And she is just great. Mm -hmm. I loved her. She was one of my first audiobooks. Mm -hmm. And she does an amazing job. Mm -hmm. She gives every character a, a, a life that is different and unique and is perfect. What she does for Lily. <gasps> Lily was like one of my favorite characters because of how Georgina Marie was reading her. Yes. Could you see like I could see my grandma. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't see my grandmother, but I saw like a really cool, older, great aunt. I could see. You know what I'm saying? I could see any I, family I, member that I had. Yeah. Maybe I should have just not been so specific. <laughs> <laughs> because she was like a great aunt, wasn't yeah. she? <laughs> yeah. She was a cousin. Yeah. It was like a second removed cousin. It was many cousins, probably. <laughs> many, that, many a cousin. Lily was 107 years old. And Audrey, or Adri... And Adri was 18? 18. Yeah, she was yeah. 18. She mm -hmm. turned 18 when they were on the press tour. Yes. But I just loved Lily so much. She was so good. And oh, my she, gosh. She made a Adri... Her name is difficult, <laughs> her right? It's so unfortunately difficult. Like, I don't know why her name is difficult. <laughs> I don't know what magic Jody is casting on us to make this four-letter name... <laughs> Adri, 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 Adri. But anyway, but Lily made Adri such a better person. She did. Yeah, of course, the letters did too. But Lily's presence was just like, Adri, wake up. Stop being so yeah. millennial. Oh, God. <laughs> Even though and you're 25. Adri was far from millennial. <laughs> what, what, what would she be like? Generation. Generation B? Generation, like, E2? Yeah. E-cubed? Like, <laughs> Probably. Like, we're starting over again? <laughs> what else did Georgina do that was so good? Um, I just think that she did a really, really great job. I think that we listened to one of her books, Beljar, and, of course, that could be, like, a thing where she really liked the material and was really great at it. But hearing two books by her now, it's like, that girl's got it. Yes. Like, she is an inspiration to narration. narration. Mm-hmm. All those IONs. Yes, sin. <laughs> All those IONs. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like you were saying, I really like how she made Adri unlikable at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, it was mostly, like, also Jody's writing made yes. Adri unlikable, but it was Georgina's characterization of her through voice mm -hmm. that also made her unlikable because Georgina kind of has a higher pitched voice mm -hmm. and so it was easy to take Adri and be like she's a snob yes with that voice mm -hmm. and then at the end when she had this res this revelation and finally realizing that love is important and family is you don't have to have a lot of it you just, mm -hmm. but you love what you got exactly it's like we learn Adri's maturity throughout yes. the whole entire book. Yeah. And then she comes full circle. Yeah. And that's really awesome to see in a character. Yeah. So it was really, really great. Because mm. I didn't want to dislike Adri the entire time. Exactly. I, when you told me, you were like, oh, I hate Adri. I was like, I know I did too, but you will love her. Yeah. You will love her. You were her. like, wait till the end. <laughs> I was like, okay. Mm. I think Bailey Carr. Mm. 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 She was 
I don't want to say she was my favorite because I loved each narrator equally. But when Bailey started reading Catherine's you know, story, I was hooked mm-hmm. right from the get-go. Oh, my God. The love story mm. between Catherine and Ellis. Oh, my god. Catherine gosh. trying to save her little sister. Oh, Bezos. Oh, Bezos. <laughs> Bezos Christ. <laughs> but everything about that whole storyline was amazing. And the jealousy that Catherine had because she wanted Ellis for herself. It was just amazing. And I just really loved ba- Bailey's narration mm-hmm. of this. Yeah, you could really feel the tension between... Catherine and her mom mm-hmm. because of course the mom didn't want to leave Oklahoma mm-hmm. and travel anywhere that was safe because of all the dust because of all the dust dust is gonna get you but Bezos was suffocating mm-hmm. and there was a part in there where they had a dog oh my god I was so I knew I, see I was worried I was worried that you were not gonna like this part I was I didn't like the, that part of course no one likes that part but you specifically were going like, nope, and I was going to stop listening. the book, <laughs> and I was just going to like turn it off because I have been known to do that mm-hmm. when there is like unnecessary animal torture. Yes, but I have to say that this book really put the issues of the Dust Bowl because, of course, we didn't live through the Dust Bowl. No. We've only read about it in other books like no. The Grapes of Wrath exactly. and uh, like textbooks, mm-hmm. and even then, it's been just pictures. Yeah, it was before. Pledge, yeah, was invented. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Thanks. this is power pencil. Um, so it the the death of the dog kind of put into perspective how serious it was because mm-hmm. it had mud in its lungs and yes. it was just like that is that's what's happening to Beezus right now. Beezus's lungs had mud in them. Mm. They were a mud pie. Mm-mm-mm. And not the good kind. Not the good kind. No buds. Nope, no chocolate. Ice cream. Nope. Just, just mud. Just mud. Dirty old mud. Just dirt and water mixed mm. together to become mud. <laughs> <laughs> now our listeners know how to make mud. <laughs> that's what was in that little girl's lungs, and that's what was in the dog's lungs. And it uh, it wasn't too it was graphic part for the mm-hmm. dog's death but it actually was necessary it was necessary and it was so emotional it was heartbreaking mm. and uh i yeah i really i agree with you that bailey has a really strong understanding of the characters that she read for and she really took it serious, just like all of the other narrators mm-hmm. in the book. They really had an attachment to this book. Exactly. I think because the writing was yeah. so perfect. Yeah. Moving on to Fiona. Who was my favorite. Really? Yes. Fiona narrated Anna Darkin. Oh. Mm-hmm. I know I had heard her name before. Yes. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I did not like her narration. And I—that's the other part that was very interesting <laughs> because I remember that. <laughs> and but with this book, I was like, "Okay, Fiona, you got it, Phoebe. Yeah, girl, get that, get it, Phoebe." I loved her. Yes. I I love a satisfying sounding British voice, mm-hmm. and hers as Lenore. She was just so full of wonder. She just really took 
who Lenore was and made her a person to yes. me. She took Lenore, she was a dreamer. Lenore was a yes. dreamer. And you felt that. You felt mm-hmm. so much hope mm-hmm. from Lenore. Yeah. Even when she wasn't getting respond responded to, she wasn't getting her answers that she needed. Yeah. She was still hopeful for Oh, spoiler. Yeah, back it up, Beth. Back it up, Beth. (laughs) (laughs) She was still hopeful for her friend from America to respond. Yeah. Oh, so amazing. It was, oh man. Heartbreaking. Yes, it really was. Because I was like, why is Beth not responding? Just freaking respond. It's not hard to pick up a pen and write some paper. Yes. Write some paper? Whatever. Write some lines. It's not hard. Oh, the thing I loved about Fiona's narration the most is all of what you said. And then also when there were those moments where she was having a breakdown mm-hmm. because of her brother's death oh and God. everything that happened there and she would escape to that cabin. Mm-hmm. It was Fiona just did things with Lenore mm-hmm. that you didn't get with the other characters because they weren't going through the same experience as Lenore was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Catherine's mom and Catherine's family were suffering the loss of the the dad and then the the, the, the farm. Sick, yeah, the sickness of Beza. The sickness, but it just never felt that emotional for mm-hmm. them. Like Catherine was just kind of cut off from it because she was older and she had to be more stoic. Yeah. And, and Bailey did that for that character. Mm-hmm. But Fiona with Lenore... Lenore didn't have to be stoic. She was very vulnerable and she was very open to her emotions Mm -hmm. and she just let them happen. You could just feel it from Fiona. Mm -hmm. So I really, really loved it. All five stars for all three narrators. Mm -hmm. There was no breathing problems. No. There was no transition problems. There was never these awkward pauses. It was all perfect. Yeah, it was really great. And the way they split it up was there was different chapters but then Mm -hmm. there were also parts yes so each time another character would take over it would be um like lenore part two Mm -hmm. or Catherine part one yes um and when they talked about other characters that were in all three of the stories they still used different voices yeah so bailey would use an accent as well as georgina would use an accent yeah and the fact that they were also compatible with each other and really kind of took the time to say, okay, this is a character from, from England. Yeah. I have to be that part. This is a character from Kansas, Oklahoma. Even that that was a slight difference. It was just awesome to hear that. Yeah, it really was. It just completely blew me out of the water. I didn't know what to expect. I did not know. Like we said, we expected clowns. Yeah, that was the main thing that we expected. <laughs> I was scared. Clowns. I was scared. I don't like clowns. I thought it was a horror movie. I thought it was like in We're Back. <sighs> When they go to the circus in the woods. Oh my god, that's exactly yes. what I thought it was. With the raven guy yes. who had the eyeballs. And the and the little glass eye. Yeah. Oh my god. That's exactly what I thought it was gonna be. Yep. And I'm kinda happy that it wasn't. Yes. Whew. And also they made me kind of not like New York anymore. Yeah. Which made me sad. Very sad. <laughs> With Catherine like looking out the windows, being like, pretty bricks. Yeah. It's gray. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. That's okay. New yeah, York. I guess that's true. That's our favorite place. <laughs> we like to just <laughs> go there. <laughs> uh, 
Wow. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it it was a phenomenal book. And I'm really happy that we read it. Me too. Mm-hmm. Something that this book gave me a new appreciation for was letter writing. Yes. I need to start writing things to people. Yeah. Because Adri made a good point in the book towards the end of the only thing that we have to hold on to and that, you know, continues through generations and and timing are letters. Our letters. I mean, those letters were over 100 years old and they were there for someone like Adri to learn about her family, her history. And to change her life, essentially. Yeah. To really affect her in a special way. Mm-hmm. And it uh, it ended up helping Lily, too, mm-hmm. in the end, which yes. was oh really I'm wonderful. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. <sighs> oh, Lily. And I thought it was interesting, the twist in the book. Twists. It, it's, it, there, there was a twist. I mean, y- you kind of were like, what's going to happen next? Like, what is this mystery mm-hmm. that Adri is seeing? I'm not really understanding what the mystery is here, yeah. but I can sense that there is one because Adri's going to the library, and anytime you go to the library, it's a mystery. Yes, and reading is fundamental. It is. Mm-hmm. So when she was going there and trying to figure out things and all this stuff, I didn't know what to expect, but I was pleasantly surprised in the twist not having um, too much of a change of the characters. Mm-hmm. It was natural it was a very subtle twist yeah but it was so meaningful yes and that's what really mattered Mm -hmm. oh my gosh i really love this book and i'm sad that it's over over and there's i mean there's no sequel which is good yeah which is good yes it is good because i think the best thing i liked about this book is that all of the characters the outcomes that they had were real yeah like it wasn't made up every character went their their own way and did their own thing yes and it wasn't fake yeah so i really just loved the ending Mm -hmm. and all the conclusions for all the characters and we're not going to tell you that what happened but just know that it's a very satisfying ending even if you are heartbroken yeah at the end yeah which you could very well be yes tears Uh. we're and, you know, Tears. it's interesting because there's a lot of books that I don't like the, uh, what is it called, where you kind of have, it's not a cliffhanger, but it's just kind of, I guess, unresolved. Mm-hmm. You don't know what really happens to these characters in the end. Like, you do. You do. For a good portion of mm-hmm. their life, you know what's up. But the letters eventually stop, and you don't get to see the span of Catherine and Lenore over however many years until they're gone. Mm-hmm. They just get to a point where they end. Yeah. And you don't get to see their life continue. Because the story's, of course, following Adri mm-hmm. and Lily and not the people from 1919 and 1934 mm-hmm. and all of that good stuff. But it doesn't matter. That was an unresolved ending that I enjoyed mm-hmm. greatly. Yes. Unlike some of the other unresolved endings mm-hmm. that just kind of like the, the classic leave, it's up to your mind to figure out what happened. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like the characters also don't know mm-hmm. what happened to a certain extent and they just have to make up their own ending as well. Exactly. In this book, it was kind of like we had to put everything that we've learned throughout the entire journey 
together to say, this is what's probably going to happen. Yeah. And we felt good about that. Yeah. And you just have to believe that this is what happened to these characters. Exactly. So this book was six hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. Perfect length. Oh, amazing. Two days. I was finished. Yep. Oh, my God. I didn't want to stop. I did not want to stop. Just like whoever is making noise upstairs. I did not want to stop. Uh, I agree. I did not want to stop at all. It was tough to... I fell asleep with the book. Not because it was boring, but because I listened to it up to a point where I was just so exhausted that I just had to fall asleep. Exactly. And I didn't want to. Mm -hmm. So I had to wake up and stop it and rewind and all that good stuff. Exactly. And I wanted to... Like, I was reading this book or listening to this book, and I had to go to work. Mm. And oh god that's yes, the worst, the worst. Oh, god. Oh, work. I was get like, out of here why can't this be my work right but i was fascinated with the with the topic and and the book so much that i was asking my clients hey do you want to listen to this audiobook with me <laughs> and they were like no no <laughs> and i was like well screw you <laughs> i hate joe <laughs> but i just loved this book so much it, it really was. It was surprising. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And also the cover. Oh, the cover beautiful. was beautiful. Mesmerizing. It has a tent on it, which is another reason why we thought it was about clowns. <laughs> <laughs> and it was blue and green We and need to teal. start reading descriptions. We need to start reading descriptions. <laughs> we've been like... Uh. <laughs> so would you listen to this audiobook again? Yeah. I want to listen to it, even though we have so many other books in, in, oh, next yeah. up. But I want to go back and listen to it again because yeah. I loved it so much. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I love this book. And I actually listened to the last part of Lenore, that last letter, mm-hmm. again. Because again? it just the ending was amazing. Like, who would have thought so much life starts with just a tiny spark? Yes. Mm. Like, Oh, it's inspiring. Oh, it just gave me chills. Oh, yeah, me too. And they multiplied. Yeah. It's electric. Boogie, boogie, boogie. boogie. <laughs> so would you listen to this book? Again? Again? I already said. Oh, no. <laughs> I already said yes. I was like, would you read this book? Yeah, I think so. I would I would buy this book just so I could have it like set out and be like, oh, you need to read this book yes, to other people. Yes, Exactly. Because I liked the narrators too much to mm-hmm. not listen to them. Exactly. What do you think about a movie if it was made? Should we play the casting game? Oh, let's do it. Okay. Who's going to play Matt Balmer? <laughs> <laughs> Ellis? <laughs> I was thinking Lenore. <laughs> uh, oh, so, okay. So, so um, Lenore... Oh, God, Lenore. Okay, so she has to be kind of young because they... Okay, so I I did the maths a little bit. Mm-hmm. They were children. Um, Beth left right before the sinking of the Lusitania. I, I, believe, think, I believe so. Which was in 1915. Okay, oh gosh. So that... It's history. It is history. Boogie, boogie, boogie. So they were children then. So potentially Beth was 12 when she left. So then four years after that, she would have 
been 16. Carry the one. Right? Yeah. Divide by root square two. Yeah. And then and then make some paper airplanes and like throw them over a Facebook emoji. Plus 10? Yeah. So she would have been 16. 16. 16. Right? 16. Is yes. that too young? Like that feels like way too young. So, to be traveling all that time? Well, she left with her parents. Yes. And then... Um, the math really messed me up there. I mean, this math <laughs> is just messing me all up. So we uh, have to think, basically, what I'm trying to get at is that Kate Winslet can't play Lenore because Lenore is younger. Lenore yes. is like, I'm going to go with 18. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Because for the stuff that happens, who's it seems a, a bit young. Who's a young British actor. Or who can do a really good British accent? Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Dang. This is hard. This is hard. Um. Adri? Jennifer Lawrence? No. No, no, no. No? Adri, Adri was Spanish. Oh, yes. So... This is really hard. What's that girl from Jane the Virgin? Ooh, Gina Rodriguez. Yeah, would she be good? I think she would be good. I think she would be too. She would be good. Oh, yes. She's young looking. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And, and yes, beautiful. Hilarious. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, and Lily. She was also Spanish. Yes. Older Spanish mm. lass. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Rita Marina. Rita Marina. Rita. Rita Marina. Marina. I don't. She's one. She's on one day at a time. Oh, I think I know, but I don't know. But I'm going to try to figure it out by doing. Do I have her name wrong? I think it's right. Mm, oops, I put Ruta. Ruta. <laughs> one day at a time. Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno. Oh, yes. 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 Rita Moreno. Yes. She was in something. Oh, yeah, of course. She was in West Side Story. Story. Yeah, I totally remember that. Um, But yes. 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 Um, Catherine. (sighs) Who would play Catherine? Oh. Has to be young. Has to be young. I don't know any young actresses. Because we don't like young actresses. But I just don't think there's any good ones coming out. There there aren't. I mean, we have like the twelve year olds, like the Stranger Thing kids. Yes. Who of are great. Yes. And um there's some other things there. Maybe um like that Haley Seinfeld girl. Haley Steinfield? Steinfield. Is that her name? Pitch perfect? Yeah. She could be a good show choice. But I isn't so. she a singer now? No, she was in that pitch perfect tree. <laughs> <laughs> What was that word? That was a tongue twister. <laughs> I haven't even drank anything today. <laughs> she would be good. She would be good. I think she could work. Mm-hmm. And um, then Ellis. Ellis. It can't be Matt Palmer. It can't, <laughs> it can't be. be. Everybody can't. is. It and can't. he would come in with like all 17 abs on his arms mm-hmm. and be like, hey. oh, I'm supposed to be 16, but yeah. I'm not. Dudes. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> also, Catherine is supposed to be like 14. Is she? Yeah. 
Damn. So. I don't know any 14-year-olds. That are making out like that with <laughs> yes! each other. Maybe Bill- Millie Bobby Brown would be good for her. What? Maybe. You know what? No. No, mm-hmm. because they travel. Okay. I just, I just, I just don't. Even though Hayden Panettiere, what is that? That's her name? She's still acting? Yes, Nashville. Even she though she old, else? even though she old, she looked like a small person. So <laughs> she will fit a fourteen year old. <laughs> she actually could. She, she actually could, could pass the fourteen she year could. old. I believe if you just like I don't know, do something with her hair. Hmm. Mm. Well, this casting was really difficult for that us. That was real difficult. Too many young. Too many young people. We like the older generation. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, <laughs> can we just can we just play like? Catherine in 20 years. Yes. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Lenore in 30 years. Kate Winslet. Yes. <laughs> Son, we have this down. Down. Uh, Who do you think God. James would be? James would have to be like. Like. Scarred. Yes. You know who we could James cast? in 40 years. Matt Smith. Matt Smith. <laughs> we could cast a turtle. A Ninja Turtle? Yes. We could do Michelangelo? Or David, um, or Dana Carey. Or what's his name? Dana Carvey? <laughs> Dana Carvey. What's his name? Dana Carvey. That's what I thought. Dana Carvey in Master turtle, Disguise. Turtle, turtle. Am, am I not turtle enough for the turtle club? <laughs> turtle, turtle. <laughs> you got it. He yes. is glad with those. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, my God. This episode has gotten off track here. <laughs> Very off track. I mean, it it's gone through some different roller coasters. Yeah. It's as if it was at a circus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Would you um shelf this or shelf this? I'm gonna shelf this. Yeah. I'm gonna shelf it hard. Yeah. I'm gonna shelf it to it electrocutes me. Yeah. Makes me all staticky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You would agree. I would agree. Ooh. <laughs> you said agree like like you say cream. Cream? Yeah. You were like, do you agree? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like that little frog in the the swan princess. <laughs> you are. You Maybe agree? you could play Galapagos. <laughs> oh I could. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. Well, if you wanna stay tuned for more episodes please go onto our website at audioshelf.me and check out our, our list of episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while you're on the website, please check out the Audible affiliate link that we have on there. And you can download a 30-day free trial and get two free books. Yeah, right from Audible. Like, mm. you can't get much better than that. It's the best deal ever. Yeah, you can maybe find some other Jody books. Which we're going to. Yes. Oh, we have to. They're haunting. They are. <laughs> and signature. Haunting signatures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And in order to stay up to date with episodes that we release every Monday, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me and like us on Facebook at Audio Shelf. And do not forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And in this 2018 which is a little far off from 2065 uh we will be 
hopefully getting our YouTube channel up. YouTube! Which will have clips from episodes and soon, once we get a webcam thing set up, mm-hmm. we'll be able to do some face reveals. Face reveals, because you know you want to see this pretty face. I mean, we already have pictures out there of ourselves, oh, yeah, that's but... yeah, true. That's true. Well, you'll be able to see us talk and... Can we beat our faces on the cam? It's no. not a fetish cam. No, no, no. Like makeup and beat our faces with it. Oh. Drag race. Mm, you mean like we need to get bait. We need to get bait. <laughs> Why are drag queens so messed up? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know, but I enjoy it greatly. Mm-hmm. Oh, should we also mention that we have some like extra fun things happening? Oh, yes. Yeah. So we are going to um, potentially start a new little podcast segment. Oh, my God. We're so excited about this. So you probably have noticed that we like talking about random things. Random things is our game. Yeah. And we get off track a lot during these uh, reviews like we are kind of doing now. Yes. And so we just want to talk more about pop culture. Mm Mm-hmm. Other things, yeah. Casting couches. Mm-hmm. Ooh, God, oh God, that's dirty. I don't oh no, that. no, shush. Oh, sorry. Oh God, that's like instant <laughs> STD or STI or STA, mm, whatever it's called. Mm. But yeah, yeah. So and that, that name of that segment will be revealed soon. I wonder what you may think it might be called. What if they come up with a better name for it than what we have? Oh my God, no, no one's gonna come up with a better name for us. But what if they do? Maybe. Do we say that that was what it yes, was? exactly. And use it? And we'll give them code of sh- or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have anything more that you want to add? I don't, except I'm very surprised that not a lot of people have checked out our giveaway this past oh, week. Oh, yeah. We had two people enter. So we're very... Concerned because I don't know if you guys like free audiobooks. What is wrong with you if you don't like free audiobooks? What well, do you got a do you got a problem? You got a free you got a problem with free? Like we got codes. Are you confused because you don't know how to spell it? I don't even know. But you guys need to start participating. Yeah. I mean, we ain't doing this for just nothing. Exactly. We're trying to give you some free stuff. And ain't hurting our bank account. Oh god. Mm. This conversation makes me want to fight. Exactly. Get my gloves on. Take my earrings out. Okay, we're going to end this, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. She was so... Betty, sit down. We're just holding like a baby. We're just holding like a little tiny baby. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. What the hell? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that took a turn. Hold <laughs> <laughs> him like a little baby. <laughs> a vicious baby that has rabies, baby. Hi. Hi. Ooh, look at you. Good, Good, how are you? you? Do I get in stereo?
Yeah, we're in the middle of an episode. <laughs> we're at the very beginning of an episode. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Choices. Choices. No, thank you. Stop making noise. <laughs> <laughs> she stopped making noise. <laughs> All right, buddy. Let's call him buddy. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> okay, pal. <laughs> buddy. What is he, a Toy Story character? Yeah, I don't know. You were talking to Benny. <laughs> I'm going to pull my eyeballs out and set them on the table and roll them off. Why can't you just nap? <laughs> You're done. You know in Beetlejuice, when they're trying to scare him, and like, <laughs> Alec Baldwin like pulls his nose out and becomes that one character? Yes. That's what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to pull my face off. And the jealousy between Catherine and Ellis and, was it Lola? Leona? Lola? No. no. What was that bitch's name? It was. I just heard it too. It was started with. The, it started with an L. L. <clears throat> the love triangle between Catherine and Ellis and that one girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Don't do it again." <laughs> but yes, because of course Catherine's mom didn't want to leave Kansas. I mean Oklahoma. No, it was Kansas. I think it was Can. No, it was Oklahoma. Did I say? No, it says Kansas. No, it's Kansas 2065, Oklahoma 1934. Yes. Well, that's weird. They changed property lines. Mm-hmm. I've never heard a butt that is more creaky. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's every Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I may just go up there and be like, what are you doing? like upside down doing yoga on the couch and <laughs> you're like what i'm so glad we're only doing one book tonight i just don't understand i like how, i like how you're getting like audibly angrier so that you're now projecting your voice to where they could potentially hear <laughs> it's like passive aggressive i get it from my mother <laughs> Don't we all? Uh, I'm nervous. I'm. I gotta. My. I might need to listen to this like Naked? alone. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Naked and alone. Naked and alone. You're not gonna be afraid. Oh. Uh. <laughs>